0: Welcome to Red Spark Radio. In case this is your first time checking out the show, I just want to give you a brief rundown of what Red Spark is and what the aims of this audio project are. Red Spark is a website that compiles news and stories regarding revolutionary movements, national independence struggles, and the ongoing war against imperialism and capitalism from across the globe. Red Spark Radio is simply an audio version of some of the biggest stories from the site, released by weekly with the aims of making Red Spark more accessible to comrades who prefer an audio format. We'll be covering the people's wars in India and the Philippines, national liberation struggles in Palestine, and proletarian movements from other areas of the globe. There's a rich history concerning all of these movements and struggles, and Red Spark Radio is really just scratching the surface. I strongly encourage listeners to go beyond the headlines, which you can do so by checking out the Red Spark website or by checking out Foreign Languages Press, which has a fantastic selection of low-cost books, free PDFs, and even free audiobooks that really delve into the theory, history, and ideology behind the movements we'll be covering here. You can find a link to the Red Spark site and Foreign Languages Press in the episode description. So without further ado, let's get to the headlines from the last two weeks of February. From Ang Bayan, Justice for Hain Rajab and 12,000 Palestinian children killed by US and Israel. On Bayan, February 15, 2024. The International Women's Alliance in Asia Pacific, Gabriella, and the Commission for Women of the International League of People's Struggle strongly condemns the ongoing U.S. and Israeli killing of Palestinian children. Children are among the more than 28,300 Palestinians killed by the U.S. and Israel in its genocidal war in Gaza since October 7, 2023. The said groups condemn the killing of as many as 12,000 children, including six-year-old Hind Rajab who was found dead in a car on February 12th, two weeks after she last called her parents. Hind was with her uncle, aunt, and three young cousins in the car. They were traveling on January 29th out of Gaza City when Israeli forces fired upon their car. The Israeli forces also killed two paramedics sent by the Red Crescent Society who attempted to save the family. According to Euromed Monitor, which investigated the incident two weeks after the incident, the car carrying the victims and the ambulance of the paramedics were hit by bullets and clearly shelled. The ambulance was severely burnt and its engine was detached. Investigators also found parts of the U.S.-made bomb used to explode it. The killing took place in broad daylight, and the Israelis could have clearly seen children inside the car, according to Euromed. It is, thus, clear that the sustained and brutal killings by Israeli forces deliberately aim at children, as well as paramedics, all of whom have a special status as protected individuals amid armed conflict, based on international humanitarian law. In the face of this, women struggling against imperialism demand that the U.S. and Israel be held accountable for its crimes. We demand that the U.S. and Israel be held accountable for every child tortured and killed, every life destroyed, every home and hospital burned by them, according to their statement issued today, February 15th. The imperialist aggression by the U.S. and Israel and their allies has resulted in severe suffering for generations of Palestinians now, from the Zionist seizure of their lands and resources 75 years ago, To genocidal attacks, which the occupying forces are launching against millions of citizens in Gaza, the West Bank, and even in neighboring Arab countries. They called the U.S. the chief imperialist warmonger, aiming to maintain its monopoly on the world's markets and resources and to squeeze profit from intense armed conflicts. In all these conflicts, women and children are always the most vulnerable to atrocities by military forces and their puppet governments, they stated. Imperialist wars result in widespread poverty, dislocation, unemployment and livelihoods, and severe oppression. Therefore, it is just and necessary that the movements for the liberation of Palestine and other parts of the world continue to advance towards defeating U.S. imperialism. All oppressed and exploited peoples around the world must stand up to hold the U.S., Israel, and all their allies accountable for atrocities and war crimes, according to the women's group. From Angbayon, NPA Central Negros Unit completes week-long Politico military training. Angbayon, February 20th, 2024. A unit of the New People's Army, or NPA, Central Negros, completed a week-long political military basic course training last January 20th through 27th. The activity aimed to arm Red Fighters with basic political military principles to bravely resist the strategic counter-revolutionary campaign of the Marcos regime. The unit conducted the training amid intensified military operations at the guerrilla front, tight coordination and cooperation of the Red Fighters and commanders, and the unwavering mass support for the economic, financial, and security needs of the unit were key to the successful and safe completion of the exercise. According to Ka Monique, a Red Fighter participant, it's really better when you train because you won't fear facing the enemy, especially considering that this is part of our central duty as an army. The unit's revolutionary martyrs who sacrificed their lives in the armed struggle also served to inspire the fighters they shared. The training also forms part of the guerrilla front's effort to overcome ideological, political, and organizational weaknesses that hinder the comprehensive advancement of the people's war in their area of responsibility. According to Ka Turko, political military trainings like this help avoid a purely military mindset or being militaristic because to be good militarily is to be good at politics. He is the platoon leader of the unit and served as primary training instructor. The one-week training is based on the syllabus of a longer course lasting a month, It was shortened in order to accommodate the long-term siege operations of state-armed troops. Some of the activities conducted in the course were regular morning exercises, basic formation commands such as drill, marching, and manual of arms, and combat formation and military maneuvers in different battle scenarios. From Ongbayan, NPA Northern Negros carries out targeted special operation in Negros Occidental Province. Ongbayan, February 20th, 2024. Cadres of the New People's Army, or NPA, northern Negros, confiscated a 22 caliber rifle and 44 bullets, a 357 pistol and its ammunition from a counter-revolutionary criminal in a targeted special operation on February 13th in Toboso, Negros Occidental province. The weapons, as well as two cell phones and documents, were seized from Alan Makasling, who has long been accused by residents of killings, land grabbing, and other crimes. The punishment was carried out in Sitio Bonquerohan, Barangay, Salamanca in said town. The masses greatly helped in the implementation of the operation in the exterior part of the guerrilla front near the national highway, near the coast and near the town center, according to Ka Cecil Australia, spokesperson of the NPA Northern Negros. The residents were very helpful because they wanted to get justice for the severe abuses and violence Makasling caused them in their livelihood. Meanwhile, Ka Cecil clarified that their armed action had nothing to do with the issue of revolutionary taxation, just because Makas Ling was a businessman. He also called on other counter-revolutionaries to stop their activities and end their anti-people practices. NPA Statement Condemning the AFP's Fascist Bombardment Campaign in Escalante City Mao Che Legislator, Spokesperson, Negros Island Regional Operational Command, got my Ton Command, New People's Army. February 23, 2024. The Apolinario Gotmaitan Command, New People's Army Negros Island Regional Operational Command or AGC NPA, condemns in the strongest terms the morning bombing and evening airstrike conducted by the 79th IB in Sitio Mansulao, Barangay Pinopugasan, Escalante City, Negros Occidental Province on February 22nd, against what they estimated as more than 5 red fighters. According to initial reports from the Rosalyn Jean-Pell Command, NPA's Northern Negros Guerrilla Front, or RGPC-NPA, as of yesterday noon, the only legitimate encounter occurred on February 21st around 11 in the morning, along the border of Sitio monsulao Barangay-Sanusidro, Toboso, Negros Occidental, and Sitio monsulao Barangay-Pinopugasan, Escalante City, both are part of the Troncal Range. As clarified by the RGPC-NPA, there was no firefight in the area yesterday morning. Instead, over 10 bombs were dropped on Setio Mansulao, part of Escalante City, between 6 to 9 in the morning, damaging livelihoods and the environment. The same perimeter was strafed using machine guns mounted on helicopters and was bombed at least five times thereafter. Residents around the area observed that the explosion from the morning bombing was different compared to the evening airstrike. The 79th IB and the Armed Forces of the Philippines, or AFP, chain of command, consciously violated the protocols of war by bombing the area. The use of bombs against guerrilla fighters armed only with rifles and less powerful weapons is a disproportionate and unnecessary use of force. Clearly, the AFP violated international humanitarian law. The destruction and trauma the military bombing have caused on the community and the environment is also unforgivable. We do not discount as well the possibility of the military killing its own troops as a result of yesterday's bombings. It is both heartless and shameful for the AFP to declare the Northern Negros Guerrilla Front dismantled, and yet it continues to employ tactics such as aerial bombings to pursue rebel remnants. In truth, they are desperate to maintain their false sense of security while adamantly harming the masses in the process. The AFP chain of command from 79th IB Commander, Lieutenant Colonel Arnold Calogon, 303rd Brigade Commander, General Orlando Edraline, 3rd Infantry Division Commander, General Marion Sassone, Commander General Benedict Arvalo, all the way up to AFP Chief of Staff, General Romeo Bronner Jr., and their Commander-in-Chief, Ferdinand Marcos Jr., must be made accountable for such bombardment campaign. Like their imperialist U.S. master, the AFP ignores the Geneva Conventions and international humanitarian law as a whole. As these merciless attacks continue, it is only the AFP generals and commanders who are proving themselves unable to hold up to their ostentatious claims and further pushing the people to armed struggle. CPP, condemn the February 23rd Bahal Massacre, Justice for the Balar 5. Marco Valbuena, Chief Information Officer, Communist Party of the Philippines, February 24th, 2024. The Communist Party of the Philippines, or CPP, condemns the U.S. Marcos Fascist Regime, the Armed Forces of the Philippines, or AFP, and the Philippine National Police, or PNP, for the massacre of five captured revolutionaries in Bilar, Bahal yesterday, and joins the demand for justice for Domingo Kampak, Hannah Sessista, Parlito Historia, Marlon Omosura, and Alberto Sancho. The five were all captured alive and taken into custody yesterday morning by the fascist criminal troops of the 47th Infantry Battalion, and Bahal police in Sitio Matinao, too, Barangay, Kampagao, Bilar, Bahal. They were subjected to severe torture and consequently murdered in cold blood. There is no truth to the lie being circulated by the police that the five were killed in an encounter. Local residents attest that no encounter took place that morning. What people witnessed was the brutality of the military and police combat troops torturing and killing the five revolutionaries. A picture surreptitiously taken shows Kampak, with arms apparently bound behind his back, under custody of a soldier of the Armed Forces of the Philippines, or AFP, after being accosted by the military and police. This image is presently circulating among the people of Bajal and on social media. Kumpak, who was in his 60s, was suffering from arthritis and was in no position to fight. He was subjected to severe torture in front of a number of people in the village in the hope of striking fear among them. Based on facts initially gathered in the area, Kostalong was hacked to death, suffering fatal wounds on his neck and abdomen. Sassista, on the other hand, a young lawyer from Cebu, who chose to serve the peasant masses and their revolutionary movement in Bohol, was thrown to the ground by the soldiers and made to lie and crawl in the mud before she was eventually shot to death. The willful killing of Kampak, Casista, Historia, Omosura, and Sancho after being captured and placed under the custody of the military and police consists of gross violations of international humanitarian law. The 47th IB and Bohol police, the leadership of the AFP and PNP, and Marcos himself, are liable for war crimes and must be prosecuted and punished for their nefarious deeds. Further details are being gathered how the others were similarly tortured and killed. A post-mortem autopsy of the remains of the victims of the Bahal Massacre conducted by independent pathologists will surely add more details to the initial facts bravely put forward by the community and help unravel completely the gruesome crime committed by the military and police. Initial details provided by local witnesses contradict the findings of the so-called scene of the crime unit of the Philippine National Police, who are in collusion with the police and military criminals, in brazenly covering up the crime. The party calls on the Filipino people, peasant associations, workers' unions, youth groups, lawyers, the media, church people, women, and others to unite and stand with the families, friends, and loved ones of the victims of the Bahal Massacre and their demand for justice. The party and the New People's Army will vow to do all it can to punish the fascist and terrorist criminals. The Bahal Massacre is just the latest of the string of fascist crimes that are being perpetrated by the AFP and PNP in the course of its desperate campaign to put an end to the Filipino people's armed resistance. The 47th IB in particular is also responsible for the killing of Manuel Loloy Tenio on April 4, 2023 in Ubay, Bahal, and Arthur Jasper Lucenario on May 14, 2023 in San Miguel, Bahal. In perpetrating these fascist crimes, the Marcos regime and the AFP is only succeeding in further inciting the Filipino people to take up arms and join the New People's Army to fight for their rights and advance their cause for social justice. By employing state terrorism, the U.S. Marcos regime is showing why the people's revolutionary armed resistance is just and necessary, and why it is the only option for the people, especially the peasant masses in their struggle for genuine land reform. The people in the majority of peasant masses of Bahal, in particular, are left with no option but to rise up in resistance and fight back with arms. In Bahal, land remains in the hands of a few big landlords, big bourgeois compradors, and foreign big corporations. Majority of the peasants are tenants and oppressed suffering gross forms of exploitation and economic hardship and hunger. They are being dispossessed of their land by big oil palm plantations and ecotourism projects. The Communist Party of the Philippines and the revolutionary movement pays the highest tribute to Domingo Kampak, Hanes Sessista, Parlito Historia, Marlon Omosura, and Alberto Sancho. They are heroes of the Filipino people who gave up all comforts to serve the downtrodden and oppressed masses. Their contributions to the Filipino people's cause will never be forgotten. Inspired by the heroism of Francisco Dagohoy, who led Bajal's resistance for more than eight decades from 1744 to 1829 against Spanish colonial forces, The peasant masses of Baha'u, together with the rest of the oppressed and exploited masses of the Filipino people, under the leadership of the party, are determined to rise up and fight with arms, however long it takes, to advance the struggle for national democracy towards complete victory. CPI Maoist extends support to Delhi Kalo Farmer's protest. Patiala District, India, February 17, 2024. Amidst the ongoing farmer protest, the Communist Party of India, Maoist, has extended its support to the demonstrators stationed currently along the Punjab-Haryana border. According to a copy of the press release issued by the Maoist Party, the Maoists have extended their support to the one-day shutdown call given by the farmer unions on Friday, February 16th. Via the press release, the Maoist party has alleged that the incumbent union government is corporate-friendly and has been treating the farmers as enemies of the state. Further, while making an appeal to the masses for their support to the said protest, the Maoists in the press release allege that the government has continued to bar the entry of farmers at the Shambu village border. The press release further claimed that all demands of the farmers are legitimate, but the government is not willing to fulfill them. No casualties reported following firefight between security forces and CPI Maoist squad in Bargarh District. Bargarh District, India, February 23, 2024. Security forces exchanged fire with armed cadres of the CPI Maoist on Gondam Hill near Kandijaran Village within Paki Mall police station limits in the district on Friday. Bargarh SP Prahalad Sahai Mina reported that based on intelligence inputs about the presence of Maoists, on Gondam Don Hill, an anti-Maoist operation was launched by a joint team of the Special Operations Group, SOG, and Central Reserve Police Force, CRPF, on Wednesday. While a coming operation was underway, an exchange of fire took place between the security forces and the Maoists at around 8.30am on Friday. Following the gun battle, our team searched the area and seized a number of Maoist articles. Mina informed that the entire Maoist camp was destroyed in the operation, but there were no casualties. During search, the security forces recovered improvised explosive devices, or IEDs, eight bags, clothes, food, and other Maoist articles. Following the operation IG Northern Range, Himanshu Lal reached Bargar to take stock of the situation. A combing operation is continuing in the area. It is being monitored by Lal and Mina, declared police sources. The anti-Maoist operation was launched under the supervision of DGP-in-Charge Arun Saringi and ADG Operations Dev Dada Singh. Sources stated that the Balangir, Bargar, and Maha Samund BBM Divisional Committee of the CPI Maoist is operating along odisha chhattisgarh border. Police are keeping a close eye on all the Maoist-affected districts of the state in view of the upcoming general elections.